One Charlie. Mark, one Charlie. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm full of optimism. Einstein's theory of relativity. And we're still seeing it quite well through that haze. T-minus 37 seconds. The fight is going E equals MC. That all men are created equal. About the future innovations. And growing strength in the air. Ignition sequence. Tear this is Finding Your Frequency with your hosts, Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure. It's time to speak up, share your voice, and hear from the thought leaders. Welcome to Finding Your Frequency. My name is Jeff Spinard. I am your host. I am also the CEO and president of World Talk Radio, home to the Voice America Talk Radio and TV networks. Joining me, of course, my co-host, 18-year veteran, 13-year colleague, and my vice president of broadcast operations, Mr. Ryan Treasure. Ryan. Hey, Jeff. It's Friday, and I like Fridays. Because Friday's always good. We're here. We're, we're doing fine in your frequency. We're talking to uh, great guests and yep. good people, letting them share their stories and talking about all the cool things that Voice America yep. does. You know, we took a, while, we took a long time off, uh, two-month hiatus. Came back, and we came back uh, pretty hot and heavy because... We had the winner of our first contest ever, uh, who is now going to be a new host on the Voice America Network, Mr. Shannon D. Hughes. Yep, Shannon's show is going to be on the uh, Voice America Influencers channel. It's in pre-production right now. Uh, those guys are working on voiceovers and graphics and all that yep. kind of stuff, and it'll be launching soon. The motivational movement. We really, I really look forward to working with uh, with Shannon because you know what? He's new to the biz uh, as far as uh, media is concerned. Uh, he's really excited. You know, he's like a sponge. He just learns, and he's going to learn everything there is to know uh, about doing a radio show. So really looking forward to working with him and seeing what we can accomplish with that show. Yeah, I think it's going to be really cool. And I actually saw a Facebook Live that he did uh, the other day, which mm -hmm. was him promoting the show. And then I think yesterday he did a Black Panther movie review on his Facebook page, which was oh, actually really cool. interesting. But uh, anyways, nonetheless, I think it's going to be great because he's already out there. He's being proactive and, and connecting with the social media community and really, uh, I think, will we'll make a great host. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, he's not new to the social media community. He's just new to media. So uh, let's break him in the right way. Also, we had Mr. Tony DiRusso, uh, who is the top dog on the Influencers channel, uh, doing very well uh, with his show on the Influencers yep. channel. Has some fantastic numbers. He's up into the five digits. Um, he also has another show that he's now turning into a TV show. Yes, yes. Which is fantastic. It is called the what? Uh, the, what is the name of that other show? Hotspot or? No, that's the one on Voice America. Spotlight with Tony Durso is the right. one he does with us. Uh, Revenue Chat. Revenue Chat. Yes, okay. Revenue Chat. So Tony does Revenue Chat. It's a half hour podcast. Um, you could find it, I believe, on iTunes. He's got it in different places. Uh, but now that's going to turn into a TV show. So he's about to get into studio, uh, do his TV uh, thing, uh, but we're going to be one of the networks, of course, Voice America TV, 
will also carry uh, Tony's uh, TV show. Yeah. So we're uh, pretty excited about these two gentlemen uh, doing their thing. Yeah, I'm excited about it too. And, uh, you know, we've been closely working with Tony for quite a while on the yeah. Influencers channel. And, you know, just to throw a quick side note on there, I, I really absolutely loved how uh, when we did the show and the interview with those guys last week, how, you know, Shannon stayed on the show with us and then Tony was on during his interview. And then Tony was able to impart some knowledge to Shannon Yep. And uh, the two of those guys are already connected and kind of working together to uh, uh, to streamline what uh, Shannon's going to be doing for the show. Uh, so I want to send a special thanks to Tony for do uh, donating his time, effort, and energy to help Shannon be successful. Good job, Tony. Thank you very much, bud. All right. So, you know, great show last week uh, with those two gentlemen. Uh, but then we come back the next Friday. And we're ended, we ended up at a live event, the Soul Summit, with Mr. David Fagan in Allison Hildebrandt Larson. Yeah, that was actually a cool event. I've been to a lot of events, so I'm very <laughs> nitpicky, I guess, yep. about event stuff. Um, and so this is one of the first ones that we've been to with the two of them uh, here locally. Sure. Uh, and it was at Tapatio Cliffs. It was very nicely laid out. It was great networking, good yep. uh, stage speaking, and uh, a bunch of good advice. I got to say that, you know, the, it was great advice, good education, great knowledge. But I got to say this. Um, I was scheduled to be on the panel, which I did get up on stage with a group of people. Uh, and then Allison proceeds to drop it on me that I'm the co-panelist, which <laughs> I'm not the greatest stage speaker. And I don't, you know, again, I've been in the media world for a long time. But being up in front, I'm still getting used to being live in front of a, a bunch of people. Well, hey, I don't think you need to worry about it too much. You're your own worst critic. No, see, the thing is, right, I'm not worried about it yep. because... It, you know, it's, even though it screwed me up in the beginning, I think we came back to it and we were able to talk to some great people and extract some good knowledge, all talking about what would your content be if you had a radio show? Yeah, no, I actually, as uh, uh, being, I guess, an audience member during yeah. that segment, you know, I was kind of taking some photos and stuff in the back of the room, but um, I listened to the whole panel thing, and um, I, I think once you guys established that per that particular portion, that, hey, this is the flow, then everything was good to go after that. Yeah, it was a little tough tough start, but <laughs> that's <all right. laughs> we got by it, and it's okay. You know what? What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. I, uh, I firmly believe that. Okay. We all, so that was the Soul Summit. That was a, a great time. We had some good contacts. Uh, what we've got coming up is we've got the Pitbull Conference that is on the 15th of March. Yep. Which, you know, we have done that uh, four, five, five years times. now. Yep. Okay, so that's coming to Scottsdale. So we'll be doing that live, and that's all about the hard money uh, in lending field. Yeah, um, absolutely. Uh, hard money lending. We're going to be out there with all the movers and shakers and influencers in that space talking about hard money lending, where the capital comes from, you know, all those different things. Broadcasting live. We'll be piping in some of their keynote speakers as well and then doing some one-on-one -on -one interviews. Uh, and you guys can check that out at voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Excellent. Excellent. And, of course, we have the ACS, uh, uh, American Cancer Society, coming up on the 24th so um yeah. we got a lot of good things cooking um just stay tuned and you know we'll inform you all about it so i believe we're coming up 
<clears throat> Excuse me, a commercial break, Ryan. Uh, yeah, give those uh... check it out, guys. Uh, you guys can follow all the live event stuff on VoiceAmerica.com forward slash live events. I want to throw a special shout out also to Ariel and Shia Kane, some of our legacy hosts on the Empowerment Channel. They have an event also. Go check it out. Uh, it's called New Beginnings, March 9th through the 11th, and uh, you can go check out more information on TransformationMadeEasy.com, and they have all the information there. We're gonna take a quick commercial break. Go check us out all over social media, Facebook.com forward slash finding a frequency net at radio ryan one at jeff spinney two and we'll be right back right after these commercials become our friend on facebook post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline visit facebook.com forward slash voice america The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. You're tuned into Finding Your Frequency with hosts Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure. Connect with the show. Call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. And welcome back to Finding Your Frequency. I'm your host, Jeff Spinard. I'm your co-host, Ryan Treasure. Ryan, we had a great interview. This was a pre-record we did a couple of days ago, uh, but we took ourselves all the way to Australia for this one. We sure did. Uh, I don't think our audience really understands how difficult sometimes it is to lock in like a high profile guest mm-hmm. you know so this is one of those high profile guests we had a blast during the, doing the interview yeah. uh, dude is absolutely an awesome human being and you know what and he was he was very easy to work with so it wasn't difficult getting things put together it was just the timing of it all yeah everybody's so busy <laughs> exactly exactly but in either case let's bring this interview to you live right now uh, A-Rod, hit that tape. All right. Joining us now, this gentleman I've been trying to get on the show now for a couple of months. So we finally were able to lock it in. Uh, he is from Melbourne, Australia. 
many different career paths along the way. Uh, This man was a pro wrestler, train driver, scrap dealer, pool lifeguard, pool manager, bouncer. And of course, now he is he's acting uh, and his career is flourishing. Twenty five different films, uh, Netflix series. He's doing a lot of different things. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome Mr. Andy McPhee. Andy, welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you. Um, that's uh, a great intro, except it's uh, those 25 films are in the last two years, not the last 28. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've been real busy yeah, in the last couple of years then. That's very busy. <laughs> Absolutely. So, listen, yeah. we are, this show is Finding Your Frequency, you know, everybody we talk to, it's about the journey. It's about the path. Uh, you have a pretty colorful background. Uh, tell us a little bit about Mr. Andy McPhee. Okay. So, you know, bluntly and getting straight to the point, it's not about my acting and it's it's not about who I thought I was because what, what I do now is I, I – work and will be working with and connecting up with a lot of incredible people around the world from people who set up rescue dog shelters in China and a Marine who set, who set one up in the middle of Afghanistan to my friend Matt Runnels who runs mindfulaustralia.org which is to do with suicide prevention and awareness and Melissa Yu who does the same thing in Australia, Dr. Janet from San Diego who works with veterans in suicide prevention and and by just wearing a t-shirt I had on the other day at the airport I struck up a conversation with a lady who arrived in Melbourne from the US who is um, working with a huge organisation that deals with again mental health issues, suicide, working with veterans and etc. So why I'm mentioning that is because I'm an acting coach and mentor, but my coaching has changed to encouragement, inspiration, dealing with fear, dealing with past issues, not therapy. It's not telling people what to do. It's just listening to their circumstances and helping them see where they can have breakthroughs. And why do I do that? Um, Because as a young boy, we all have our past, every single one of us, and some of us it affects more than others. Mine was anger issues from a young kid that I can clearly remember issues of starting at two and three years old. And the book that I'm currently um, commencing to write about myself is the front cover of the book will be a young child of three years old kicking a hole in the back door of the home, which is probably 20 minutes away from where I'm living now as a young child back in the day. And, um, the title of the book is I broke my, I started breaking up my first relationships at the age of three. And why I title it that is because the anger that I didn't deal with and the identities that I built around that riding with outlaw motorcycle club, not, not anything to do with them. That was my choice thinking I would needed to be this guy, which was ridiculous. And, you know, getting involved in underworld stuff, drug dealing and, you know, different nightclubs around the place and my whole journey through life was an identity built up through the anger that I thought that I was blaming to my father and it it wasn't he caused things but it was what we all deal with if you don't let go of that past then sure. it will bite you in the butt one day so long story short after four broken relationships and seven children and you know um, a lot of hurt and pain through women I've been with through, you know, the verbal anger and my protection of myself has led me to this point in my life now where I have a great acting career. 
I have wonderful new friends and I have healing with a lot of the, you know, people from my past, which is what it's all about, you know, finding the love in that. And so now I, I use those events now to create internationally to just share my story in hope, not telling other people what to do, but in hope that they'll see something in them that I never saw in myself. And a lot Absolutely. of us don't, you know. Absolutely. So sharing that experience. Now, let me ask you, where did it start with you? Where did you find your help? Um, well, first of all, uh, you know, uh, I, I, I ride now with the Christian Motorcycle Club, which is really well known through America. It's Bikers for Christ. Okay. And um, they're an international organization which started with Pastor Fred Zachary in San Diego. And now they're pretty much in most countries around the world and pretty much every state of America. And because of my biker background, I love bikes, love my Harley. I found through a connection with him many, many years ago, and then I developed a faith. So I, you know, I would love to be working in the ministry um, of that world because there's a lot of, you know, men in that world that, you know, are there for different reasons. And, uh, you know, I can share and have my faith in that, in that world. Um, I have a lot of amazing Christian friends who are doing amazing things around the world really supporting and helping people. So that was my, my first start. And uh, then obviously, you know, really looking at uh, myself through coaches I have, you know, personal coaches I have to just, you know, see that, you know, the only cause of pretty much most of our issues are ourselves. Even though something did happen to us, we actually live that story on and on and when it's not actually happening now. So that's where my breakthroughs came. And once all that started happening, the healing was very slow for myself and, you know, partners I'd broken up with. But now there is there is healing and there's a great relationship and now I'm being directed in other areas and that's why I shared with you these amazing people that just yeah. keep popping up in my life, um, which is the path I'm on about these incredible events that we're running and, you know, still doing my acting work and uh, my coaching and teaching and, you know, just uh, this new journey now at the sure. age of 60, well, I'll be 66 this year. I think. Excellent. Actually, well, quite, quite, that's a, an awesome background. I mean, there's so much that you've been through. How long have you been with Bikers for Christ now? Uh, Bikers for Christ, I've been friends with these guys for about five years and uh, uh, what they call a, a hangaround um, for the last two years with the South Bay chapter in California. They actually have a, they have um, a club here in Melbourne, Australia as well, which a couple of my my friends and brothers who ride, who I met through, uh, you know, the other circles of the bike world, I met them through that. So it's great. You anywhere you go, you've always got some good support, and um, you know, yeah, it's it's fantastic. Yeah, I, I I know you guys do great things. I'm familiar with Bikers for Christ. The uh, mentoring and the training that you do with actors, what is what is behind that? What are you working with actors and uh, what are you coaching them on? Okay. So so generally, first up, it's the basic stuff like actors. I have a lot on Skype, which I coach internationally through a lot through America and a lot in Australia when I'm based in LA. Uh, when they do, and a lot of it's uh, through audition coaching and the one-on-one stuff for, you know, when they get auditions for scene work. I can then also work on um, when they get the role to work on the script breakdowns. Like I've coached both my children uh, Shanoa Smith, she's now a singer. She's given up her acting career and she's now forging through in a singing career, which is in the early stages. But she's, they basically work 22 hours a day on that and sleep about 
too. Um, she's based in LA. My son, Cody Smith-McPhee, I uh, travel with him all over the world from the age of probably nine years old. Um, we moved to America when he was 10 and his first movie in America, which uh, I coached him on set every day um, in, in, in every movie he did up till he was 15. His first movie was The Road with Viggo Mortensen, yeah. and he did many, many others in between that, including Planet of the Apes. He is now the Nightcrawler in the X-Men movies. He's got a brand new movie coming out in February, which you can actually view the trailer online. It's actually getting some really great reviews and hits. The trailer called Alpha, um, incredible looking trailer. It's amazing. It's based about 30 to 40,000 years ago. So that will be out in February and hopefully the movie does really well, you know. Um, yeah, no, I've actually, I, I saw that trailer for Alpha and it's amazing. The cinematography yeah. on it is, is absolutely great. I didn't, that's, yeah. I didn't know your son was in that movie. That's awesome. Uh, I'm a, I love all things weird movies and that struck my eye because it was set such in the past and uh, definitely. Uh, looks yeah, like it's gonna be yeah. Cool. Well, that's cool. Now well, Cody's a young boy in that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think it's great, man. I think it's going to be great. It was a challenging role for him. Like he's the young boy, he's the lead in it. Um and uh, yeah, it's a challenging role, but it looks like an amazing film. But what I'm what I'm getting at is like my coaching is very organic. I don't use any particular um, structure or system from anyone. But I respect and have read a, a lot about many of the great acting coaches throughout history. And I do not believe in not using anything you can. Like train anywhere you can. I'm not one for saying, oh, I don't train there. It's ridiculous. You train wherever you want. Sure. My particular style is very organic and, and any anyone who's seen The Road with Vigo Mortensen, Cody was 10 years old when, or 11 years old when he did that and it was organic. It's just a very um, very organic process I have um, and with the actors I coach now, the evolution of my coaching has now built into, you know, fears and places where you're stuck and where your your business career is go, is not working for an actor. So it, it's developed into a whole new um, just encouragement and inspiration for actors to simply get off your butt or as we say in Australia, get off your ass <laughs> and make it work. You know, train, like read, yeah. train, do everything you can to increase your knowledge of what you want to do and the business side of it because sitting home waiting for a phone call or going to a class once or twice a week, it's just not enough. There's, sure. there's too many people out there doing it, so you've got to be at the top of your game like in any any business or any athletic sport you choose to do. You sure, know? sure. I get to imagine for a guy that's been through uh, what you've been through, I mean, you've done a lot in your lifetime that to have any one set style just isn't going to, it's not who you are. I'm sure that you're pulling from all kinds of experience uh, and incorporating that into your training process. So, you know, I can absolutely yeah. see that in, you know, with your years of experience with as many movies as you've done, uh, you've got your own kids uh, in the, the acting game. So it's just, it's, it seems like a natural uh, transition for you. Yeah, totally. It, it is. And it's, um, it's really great, you know, and then, you know, also the fact that sometimes we, we all have to have a hustle on the side, you know, Absolutely. like some people go, oh, but hang on, you've worked in so many jobs. How come you're doing a part-time job? I said, because that's, 
that's the way it is. I said, there's no answer to it. This is the way it is. I said, some people, and I, I really admire those and, you know, uh, very grateful for those people that we can learn off who've come in and gone to the top and they work every single day in their business. The rest of us, and the truth is, the rest of us are doing bits and pieces here and there and working on the side and, you know, keeping provisions and a roof over your head so that you can continue training and live a reasonably sort of normal life if you call that being an actor. But, you know, some stigma comes up with that where people go, yeah, but you did this and that. How come you're working? I go, well, it's because you have an issue with thinking that I'm something that I'm not. I said, I'm a human being who just happened to, you know, fall into professional acting and you got to work when you're not working. That's when you can embrace that and love it and be proud of it. Then your career will be whatever it's going to be, you know, as long as you have the positive drive forward for that. Yeah. Keeping yourself tip top. Personally, I think it's, to me, it seems like more of a give back on your part than anything. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So when you, uh, you've got a book that you're writing, what is, uh, what is this book? It's really just going to be about, you know, you know, the past and, you know, things that we deal with. Like my past is mine, but I have some friends who had pasts that are just like, my God, how on earth did they, how did they get through that? You know, so everyone's story is, is, is a blessing to other people because you can listen to those stories and yours might even be more tragic than those. But when you can hear what people have done through those stories and their past and see that they've never given up. And they've always gone forward to create new possibilities and not be held back by anything or their purpose or passion, which sometimes takes a while to reveal. Um, it can inspire others to go, wow, well, man, they got through that. Then so can I. I can find my way through life and my purpose. And it may not be clear at the start. You know, it may not be clear to what your purpose is. Right. But if you keep taking the right actions and, you know, good actions that are are standing for other people around you. You're not using people. You're you're being you know a good stand as a human being, and you keep taking correct actions in what your gut may be telling you in a past. You might want to go with a new career or whatever. You'll find it. It'll come. It'll open up when you don't have a a negative energy around you when you're, you're think, not being selfish. I think selfish. they call that your authentic self. Is that what it is? Yeah, for sure, man. Just your authentic self and, and have, you know, be for others that are in front of you, whatever you can do for someone else, you know. Sure. When I drive around LA, I have some, not all, not every day, but two or three days a week, I may have a couple of plastic bags full of, um, well, they should be paper, I suppose, should be recycling probably. <laughs> but I have a couple of bags full of bottles of water and fruit and old clothing. And as soon as I pull up and have a homeless guy asking for money, I give him the bag, you know, and then just, move on, leave him with it, you know. Good stuff. Um, yeah, I've had people way. ask me for money at gas stations and I'll go in and buy him some food and yeah. just go off and leave it, you know, like just little things that help people, you know. Sure, sure. Yeah, my wife, um, she's a dog lover and, you know, just to add on to that story, she does something very similar, but she cares more about the dogs than she does the homeless person. And a lot of times the homeless <laughs> person will have like a, you know, a homeless dog that is with the homeless person. And so uh, when, yeah. they, when they ask her for money, she gives them a bag of dog food. Ah, good on you. Yeah, that's great. It would. That's yeah. right. doesn't matter. Whatever you're doing, is, it's helping one helping the other, yeah. you know. Yeah, exactly. um, it doesn't matter. The fact that that dog's healthy may help that homeless person see something, you know. Yeah, sure. exactly. Um, and it's, uh, it's great. Like that story I shared originally 
uh, lady I met a few weeks ago, um, she started or she had something to do with starting a dog rescue in China and they rescue dogs um, so that they're not used for other purposes and then they get the dogs transshipped to America, uh, exported to America and then people here, you know, rescue them and bring them into their homes. And uh, it was funny enough, I shared that story at a Bikers for Christ meeting the other night and one of the guys there is a professional dog trainer and he trains all types of dogs from vicious dogs to dogs that, you know, are just sad and lonely. Sure. And he said, that's so funny. He said, I've just got a dog in from China, a family brought in his, his training. And uh, this lady also shared with me that there's a Marine that started a dog rescue shelter smack in the middle of Afghanistan around the war zone. And he said the change it's made for the people in that town after yeah. months and months, they are now coming in, learning how to look after the animals and loving them and taking them home. He said, it's just changed, changed the energy around that little town. So it's, it's really incredible and important. Animals do so much for one's you know personality, one's happiness, one's sadness. I'm, you know, animals yeah. are just great to have. But ultimate, even myself, I get this. stress reliever. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, it was, uh, uh, Chris calls him, but uh, he calls him my survivor dog. Uh, but even yeah. my dog, it's a little min pin, nine pounder, you know, she's all over the place. But, you know, she's the thing about animals or especially dogs is they're always happy to see you when you get home. They're jumping yeah, up right. and they're doing circles. And it just makes you yeah. smile. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's really unconditional love no matter yeah, absolutely. what. You know, they are just, we all need you know. to be like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's it's so important. Wouldn't it know? be kind of scary, though, if you got home and your wife was running around <laughs> in circles, jumping up and down? <laughs> uh, it, dep- dep- it, depends what, it depends what sort of marriage you've got. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, let me, I got to bring this up because, you know, I was a big fan of the series Sons of Anarchy. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know... Uh, your roles as an actor, uh, you know, Sons of Anarchy was a great show. Uh, you know, being in uh, a biker's club yourself uh, years past. Um, how was your role being the president of the Belgium chapter? Uh, how was that role? How did that, that role fit you? Did, were you natural for this? Um, yeah, I'm not sure about the role in Belgium, but the role in Belfast, yeah, I played that. Belfast. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Okay, sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, it was, was pretty cool. It was a great <laughs> <laughs> It was a great it was a great role. Um yeah, I loved it. I loved um I, I had three years before I got on the show. I did quite a few auditions before I got that role, but I was determined on that day that I auditioned that that was my role. I um you know, I, I was just determined. I went in and that was my role. When I walked into that room with 20 or 30 other guys waiting at audition and I just walked into the room like it was my club and they were all my members sitting there and I walked in and did the audition and walked out and got it booked the next day. Um, so how, uh, how, difficult, how difficult was it for you to get the, uh, to get the Irish accent down for the role? No, not difficult because being an Aussie, I find um, that Irish and English and Scottish accents and Southern accents are really easy. For me, you know, we all have our, our hiccups. For me, the general American accent's a little, you know, I find that a little hard for me to get into. Just, it's hard for just me to get into. Just for me, some people get into it easily, you know. 
Right, right. So what was the what was the best role that you've ever played? Do you have a favorite? Oh man, that's over a hundred and something films. Um, um hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know the best role because I love them all, you know, like they've, they're all just been so, because I'm basically what you call a character actor, you know, and right. even though I play a lot of bikey films, like, I, I still do a lot of other different types of roles. Um, and so what are your favorite, guess, what are your favorite um, roles then? Make well, I, I guess, look, the, the one I played after Sons of Anarchy um, was uh, Saving Mr. Banks. Um, the Disney movie uh, with Emma, Tom, Emma Thompson and Tom Hanks. I didn't work with them, but all my scenes were with Colin Farrell. I really enjoyed that because it was a it was a period piece, you know, back in the early 1900s, and I played a bank manager and you know in the top hat and cane and little round glasses, and I basically had the same moustache and everything I had in Sons of Anarchy. They just twisted it and curled it up and. <laughs> I yeah. thought it was really cool to come from playing that character into this bank manager in that period piece with the cane and the double-breasted suit. It was it was really cool. It was a challenge, yeah. actually. It was far more of a challenge than playing a bikey president, you know? You know, you were also on uh, a couple of episodes of my favorite TV show, which is called Criminal Minds. Um, yeah. what, 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 what was that like for you? What was that experience like? Yeah, well, that was fun too. Because, see, they all came at the same time. Like, I got, luckily, it doesn't happen all the time, but luckily I got cast in that without an audition straight off Sons of Anarchy because they were both Irish characters. So, yep. yeah, I love that and love playing with, um, you know, um, you know the the, the other uh, Tim 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 was the other lead in that. Tim's great. He was in Sons of Anarchy as well, and he's doing it. He's an Irish actor, but it was great. I really enjoyed that because they're all different. See, those three jobs I did one after the other were all so different. You know, sure. Um, and that that's what I love the challenge. Like, um, it's it's fantastic. But funny thing is, next year or this year in June, I'm coming back to Australia to do a lead in a movie. Um, with uh, playing the, the lead of a, a movie called Patched, which is on Facebook, you can see it's a bikey a bikey movie. But I'm playing the older ex uh, member of this club, but he's not involved in too much of this stuff now. He just sits back a bit and runs the show. So, yeah. Well, that's definitely uh, something I will watch. You know, I dig all those movies. Uh, this is a movie. Yeah, this is what we were talking about earlier off air. Uh, that you're working on something here in the next few weeks? Uh, in, um, I'm doing this one in Melbourne now, this TV. A few days shoot on that, and then I'm running some events here. Um, I do I do have another film. It's from some friends of mine in the States, but it's actually going to be filmed in, a, in Australia again. So that may be much, much later in the year. I can't say too much about it because it's still sort of, under wraps at the moment, but you know, as an actor, you just you just do what you do, and you know, um, just go wherever you got to go for work. You know, um, that's pretty much it. Well, I, I see you're also you also have a project coming up, uh, James Gibson uh, Outlaw. Uh, I think that's um, yeah. I'm not sure about that. I'm actually going to see the guy here. He's based in Melbourne. I'm going to be seeing him over the weekend. So. Um, I'm just, uh, that's already been filmed. We just got to see where that's going to go. See, I do a lot of independent films too, for for people, you know, I, I love getting into projects where people haven't 
done things before or they've only done a couple of things, I like that. It's risky, you know, because you don't know what's going to happen to it. But I still, I don't have to worry about my um, my status. I'm not like you know, the A-list actor who can only do certain, well, I'll do whatever I want. That's the freedom I have, you know. And that's awesome. Um, did you do any stage speaking, Andy? Uh, I, I, not yet, but that's what we're working at at the moment. We're going to start with the people I'm working with. We're going to start doing, that's going to be baby steps into that arena. Yeah, for sure. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. A lot of people, and I see you a lot out there. We, you know, there are some groups that, you know, there's several of us that we see each other all the time. And of course yes, that's yes. how we, you and I met. Initially, yes, we yes. face to face, but uh, we have some mutual friends in in, in contact. Um, yeah, and of course, because you know, I knew you from Sons of Anarchy, so it was cool to see you. You know, communicate. You've been on other talk shows before, so I really, I really like your background. I really like your history. I figured our audience would dig. You know, uh, listening to you and hearing your story. Um, you know, you got what, what was, what I didn't know, which I learned earlier is that your kids are doing very well, uh, especially Cody, uh, with these roles that he has, uh, it's, how is it to have a family of actors? Yeah, well, that's, um, you know, I have other children from previous relationships and they're doing their own thing and they're successful and going through their own uh, their own world and they you know um, I'm very proud of them and what they're doing and you know Cody and Shanoa I'm proud of them and they pretty much run their own world now you know like they're doing doing their own thing Cody's very integral with what he wants to do and what he doesn't want to do and his sister is like you know that I have a, a good work ethic like I've never given up I'm 66 this year and I still have five films booked and a couple of TV series. I, I, I am on a series called uh, Wentworth, which is a Netflix TV series, and I've been playing a bit of a bad guy on that. But, you know, I'm just grateful. I, I say I am on this. I don't mean that. We, yeah, Went, Wentworth is great. It's a very cool show. Yeah, I think that one is a Netflix original, right? The Wentworth one? Yeah, it's, it's, it's like The Orange is the New Black. Okay. Um, yeah, it's based on females, Australian prisoners, but really popular show. It's very popular. But, you know, one thing I just got to say, I do mention with my speaking, I go, I am on this and I'm doing that. I don't like it to sound like, hey, look at me. I, I'm just mentioning what I'm doing. What I, what I am is very grateful. I'm really grateful that the relationships, which is important for actors to know, to build up over the years, the 29 years or 28, 29 years I've been doing this, pretty much all the roles in the last two years have been offers and I've only auditioned a couple of times because of, not because I'm amazing, it's not that, it's because I've built great relationships and I have a good work ethic yes. and that's so important for actors to know. Relationships are really, really important um, yes, to yes, do, yeah. to have, you know? Absolutely are and you know what, that's where Finding Your Frequency comes from uh, is relationships that we've built over the years so, yeah, yeah. you know, it, it was really great to have you on the show, uh, Andy. Um, is there anything else or is there anything to push or promote a, a website, anything that you want people to go to? 
Um, look, uh, I, you know, I have my Instagram and all that, but not. I'll, I'll give it you details later. Not at the moment. I actually, unfortunately, had my Galaxy Notepad, I my phone stolen. I think from the airport in Melbourne yesterday. So I'm just in the process of protecting all that. Um, so I'm not giving anything out just yet. I will leave the details you once I know everything's secured okay. and my passwords are changed, I'll give it out to you. And then people more than welcome to go on my Facebook and follow or Instagram. Cause we have my uh, other partner back in LA. We're starting um, a new travel journey show where it's the boss and Gypsy. My nickname is Gypsy and his is the boss. So it'll be adventures with boss and Gypsy and uh, we'll be doing travels around the world, you know, going to different spots, possibly China and Afghanistan to look at these dog rescue missions and just tourist spots around Australia and Europe and America and just giving people a little YouTube channel, uh, which is, um, you know, free to go on and just view different parts of the world. And we give a little bit of description of how to get there and, you know, what to see there. So that's not up yet, but it's in early stages of getting that all set up, you know. That sounds great. Sounds like a great project. A lot of good stuff, a lot of exciting stuff. Uh, 66 and still going strong. Uh, I admire you, my friend. Thank you. I appreciate you and you too for what you're doing. And thank you for having me on the show, you know, and to all your listeners as well. Absolutely, Andy. We appreciate you having on. Guys, uh, stay tuned as we have a little bit more coming to you right after this commercial break right here on Finding a Frequency. You can follow us all over social media at Radio Ryan 1, at Jeff Spinney 2, and of course, uh, Facebook.com forward slash Finding a Frequency Net. Stay tuned and we'll be right back right after these messages. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. Do you feel like you're losing control over your finances? If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services and take advantage of the Fresh Start program and new laws that may allow us to negotiate a settlement for the lowest amount possible. Our team of tax attorneys and enrolled agents can stop collections and get you protected so you can take control of your financial future. Tax Mediation Services is accredited by the Better Business Bureau. Call now for a free case review and a price protection guaranteed quote. Call Tax Mediation Services now at 800-760-0116. That's 800-760-0116. 800-760-0116. If you're an influencer, you don't follow the trends, you set them. Voice America influencers are involved in creating change in personal and professional lives, collaborating and driving value to make our lives better. We have world-renowned thought leaders, speakers, authors, entrepreneurs, artists, and some of the most influential voices today. Listen in today to what they have to say. Engage in the conversation. The Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Answer the call. 
Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. You're tuned into Finding Your Frequency with hosts Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure. Connect with the show. Call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. And welcome back to Finding Your Frequency. I'm your host, Jeff Spinard. And I'm messing up the microphone, Ryan Treasure. (laughs) (laughs) Good job, buddy. I like that. Okay, coming up next, a special, special guy that's with us right now. He is our production manager, has been with the company for 10 years now, so he is becoming an expert uh, very quickly. Uh, Ryan, that's that's your guy. You've taught him pretty much everything he knows. Mr. Uh, uh, Randy Jackman has been uh, hanging out with me since he was 17 years old. Just a pup. Doing audio and video. And I think the first project that we threw him in was Quality Stocks, where we were gathering all the content and data for the daily video briefings. And his first introduction was, hey, uh, let's learn how to edit video in Sony Vegas. <laughs> well, let's say hello to Mr. Randy Jackman the third. Randy, what's up, bud? Not a lot. How are you guys doing? Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. We're doing great. Listen, we just uh, had a great interview with uh, Mr. Andy McPhee, Sons of Anarchy, 25 films, 18 uh, Netflix films in the mix. Um, We really want to talk to you today because you work with every host that we work with. And we want to find out from your from your your brain to the world what's it like to work with some of these people. It is interesting. It is exciting. It is everything wrapped into one. It is. I I go by interesting. Everything is interesting when you've got the bigger guests. It's exciting. You know, you get to. You don't get to meet them. Actually, we do get to meet the, some of them that come into the studio because quite a bit do come in, football players, right. uh, sports athletes, all that kind of stuff. Um, it's just exciting. It, it's cool. It's fun. You know, you get to, to talk to all different kinds of celebrities, whether they're actors, athletes. So, Randy, when you name it, we get to deal with them. When when you talk about uh, you know talking to these celebrities, these athletes, and you know, I know majority of your job is um, basically you play quarterback uh, here in the studio, right? right? You're like, all right, I'm going to make sure these people are where they need to go. I'm going to make sure the right people have the right information. You know, of all of that stuff that you do, you know, how do you manage the schedules of those high profile guests and yours to make sure that everything hits broadcast on time? 
Well, I treat everyone equally, even if they're high profile, low profile. Everyone's treated the same. Yeah, All of bro. our hosts are treated the same. All of our guests are treated the same, which is with utmost uh, respect and uh, professionalism that uh, myself and our team of engineers, A-Rod, who's running the show right now, um, all of them, you know, they all help out. Um, but like I said, everyone's treated the same. There's nothing really special with the the bigger guests. It's just, like I said, that exciting uh, mentality that comes with it. Like, oh, I'm on with so-and-so or, or whoever it might be. And, uh, you know, everyone, all the engineers, we start looking up, like, what they were in and how they started their <laughs> career. And, you know, you learn different things. And um, yeah, God, so God forbid not, we have anybody that has anything to do with Marvel, Superman, DC, comic books, or video <laughs> games on the show because those guys just, they love that stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah, they Absolutely. eat it up. They eat it up. But, you know, it, it's, it's, it's really the same. It's not, you know, much different from dealing with one host to another or one guest from another, depending right. their their statue of where they stand, whether they're celebrities or what have you, because... You know, we treat everyone with, you know, respect and, um, it, it, yeah. It's, well, you got to work the same way with everybody. I mean, we're not we don't just work with celebrities and athletes. Uh, we have CEOs, doctors, you know, the yeah, the, the professionals yeah. that make a difference in this world. Right, and yeah. I, I would imagine everybody, you know, you got to te- treat them the same. It's like uh, Bill Belichick. You know, he makes sure that everybody's doing their job, no matter what position right, right. it is. Yeah. Yep. So you you're, you're the, you're the Tom Brady and <laughs> Ryan's the Bill Belichick of the production team. Right. Even though Bill Belichick's winning all the Super Bowls, you can't treat him differently than the next head coach of whatever football team. So, sure. So, um, <laughs> it, it does take a lot to get everything lined up, make sure that this engineer is running this show, knows to call this guest at this time. It takes a lot. It's a lot of behind-the-scenes work. Um, but myself, you as well, Ryan, and the engineers uh, do a great job of, uh, of maintaining all of that and making sure we're, we're on schedule, on time, and, and don't miss uh, having anyone on. So. Love you know, Randy, as you're as you're kind of, uh, you know, going through the mix on a daily basis and, you know, being here for 10 years and kind of literally being ingrained in the everyday transactional processes for customer service, production, distribution, all of those types of things, you know, and, and, and when you answer this question I'm about to ask, it doesn't have to be a celebrity, right? Okay. It doesn't have to be a. It doesn't have to be a host. It doesn't have to be a guest. But what's the best part of the, your job? What do you enjoy the most of, of of managing the production team here at Voice America? Of managing them. Yeah. What What is your what do, What do you feel like the best part of your job is? I'd have to say the fun we have together. It's it is a job, but it's not your normal day-to-day job um the environment is different it's fun it's it's exciting everyone has fun you know no one's arguing this and that you don't have people getting mad at certain things it's just fun it's you know a good group of guys that pretty much that we're together longer than we are at home with our kids and wives and so you have to 
you know, have that fine line there. And it's just, we come in, we get our stuff done. We have fun in the, in, in between, learn a bunch of things. That's, that's what I like about it the most is how much you learn on top of yep. the craft you are working on. Absolutely. Um, with all the different, um, that's my favorite part too. shows yeah. and different topics and, different subjects and all the different things that go on that is the best part is how much you learn in every aspect of everything you can right. think of that are host to that's, right. that's well, probably mine Awesome. And you know what? If you're having too much fun, I'm not working you hard enough. So <laughs> <You're> right, right? <laughs> let me ask you this, Randy. Uh, and this is going to be a tough question. Uh, who was your favorite person to work with? Mm, and we're recording, huh? Yeah, we're live. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite host to work with. It doesn't even have or to be a host. I had the the most fun with. Or yeah, it doesn't even have to be a host, right? It's right. like who who of your ten years of being here was like your favorite person to meet and work with. Sure. The uh, let's go with the coolest person first that I ever met right. was Derek Kennard. Okay, brought I, in a Dallas Cowboys Super Bowl <laughs> ring. I got to put it on my finger. That was probably the craziest thing that has ever happened. Um, and that was really cool. So that's the cool person uh, that I met. The best person I like to work with, Cynthia Bryan is a big one. Ah, nice. I've worked with her from the beginning. Um, me and her have talked for 10 years. She knows everything about my life, my kids, all that kind of stuff. Um, and then I kind of, then you kind of go into, I like sports. I'm a big sports guy. So, you know, all the different sports, hosts that have come in you've got ray ellis who you know um has a show on on tuesdays on the sports channel at one o'clock um really all the different sports people all the different events that we've got to go to whether it's the super bowl the nba all nba all stars the golfing events the the ijsba you know that is what i like and and that's been one of the coolest parts of and that definitely is the fun stuff, no doubt about it. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. And I, I have to I have to agree with you, Randy, on my favorite everything from hosts to guests to everything is literally just the total amount of information that comes through voiceamerica.com as a whole, whether it's the business channel, variety, health and wellness, whatever. It doesn't matter what channel it is. The wealth of information, like, you know, if um, if if knowledge was currency, which it is, mm -hmm. Voice America is very wealthy. Oh, very. Like, we should have a degree in every single category that anyone goes to college for. Or at least get an achievement. we learn the ins and outs of everything you can think about. So that's, right. that's one of the really, that's what I've liked from day one. You know what I mean? Doing like you mentioned quality stocks and the videos right, and working with right. those girls and then the wine tasting, people, <laughs> a lot of, and it just kept going yeah, from we, there. So. We've done good, so much good stuff. libations. It's always great. I used to love that show right. way back. But yeah, you know, yeah. Randy, I want to thank you. We're coming up on the end of the show here, uh, but I absolutely wanted to thank you for coming on and sharing your experience with the audience, uh, Ryan. Yeah. 
Absolutely, Randy. Thanks for being on. Guys, we're going to be here next week, Friday, 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Join us each week as Jeff and Ryan drop some knowledge and find about how you found your frequency. Follow us all over Facebook, facebook.com forward slash finding a frequency net at Jeff Spinney 2 at Radio Ryan 1. And don't forget, next time will be fantastic just like this time. <laughs> Voice America out. <laughs>